why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. We're not you for You're Puerto Rican? Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I would really appreciate it if we would use the term biblical. Mucha crema, tus tacos, y se te quema el arroz. Hell yeah, mojono. Rather than just using the word before, uh, before. What's up, everybody? This is for Christ y Cultura. Back at you again. I'm here with my beautiful, handsome, <laughs> amazing. That is amazing. That's the best way to bring in an episode. This is yeah, it is. Schmitter from Philadelphia, aka Terminator on Mofongo Steroids. Yes. <laughs> and this is and this is Lauren. I don't have any cool nicknames, but you know, it's your girl from Texas, aka so. La Giggles. <laughs> La Giggles. Oh my. La Giggles. Okay, I may be from Texas, but. Um, like I don't do the whole Odessa. <laughs> from Odessa from my tia Odessa uh-uh. <laughs> and from my tia as Odessa, always uh-huh. um, my name is Jonathan Gonzalez I'm from the biggest little city in the world whoop whoop and um, I guess my AKA is John the Presby what? yes John the Presby John the Presby <laughs> John the Presby He's AKA AKA A.K.A. the white man's thorn in the flesh. A.K.A. Hey! I'm just kidding. Actually, Sway is A.K.A. the white man's thorn in the flesh. <laughs> well, why do people know this? Why do people know this about me? <laughs> All you got to do is add them on Facebook and you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, let's go, guys. <laughs> Damn, we're... You know, I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves, <laughs> but <laughs> we're like scaring our listeners away. I hope not. I don't know. They must be laughing at us is what it is. I don't think they're laughing with us anymore. It's at us. Nah, <laughs> not at all. So how was your guys' week? Well, I thought... Yeah, my, my mode was smooth, man. Work was banging. I got a chance to hang out with my wife and my son and, and um some good friends and um got to chop it up with some um Presbyterian friends of mine or a friend, I'm sorry. He's, as a matter of fact, um he, his name his name is Ian. I forget his last name. I forget his last name. Oh man, he raps. Dijon. Uh he, oh, <laughs> yeah, but but um, but yeah, he he. I got to chop up with him and his family for a little bit. Um, it was a good week for me, man. Dope. Hmm. Can't call it. Cool. What about you, Lauren? How was your week? So my week was actually pretty hectic. I was in the middle of moving apartments, which thank God it was on. It's only like five doors down. Um, moving apartments. Um, picked up a freelancing gig with uh yes say laurent and if anybody doesn't know what that is that is a very bougie hey, 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 don't touch at me, don't touch at me. <laughs> no so i don't know what you said <laughs> <laughs> no so i actually uh, we, oh we speak God. english here okay french thank you very much anyway um 
So, no, I actually picked up a freelancing gig this weekend, which was actually pretty cool because I've been out of the makeup game for a few months now. And I just got back in it, and here I am saying, I'm never going to go back into makeup again. And here I am running back. So um, that's what I was doing mostly this weekend. And then I had graduation from my little sisters, and family was in town. So even though it was hectic, I was truly blessed because I hate standing still. And I like, you know, I like the um, hustle and bustle, I guess you could say, the... um, ins and outs and all of that so but other than that my week was really good other than that that sounds like a busy week what? i hate moving how was yours jonathan i hate moving it was it was a lot calmer than you guys is um i started my second week on my new job mm-hmm. and that was cool um this week was kind of like the full the first full week because we had a like the memorial day weekend and also, my week was a little bit stressful because, as our listeners know, we were kind of delayed on our episode. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, by this time that they're hearing, it's up. Uh, the second episode's up, but I was kind of stressing about that. And um, I had my – oh well, a cool little thing that, I, that happened this weekend. My brother and sister – so my mom and dad are divorced. My brother and sister from my dad's half, they, um, they did their – confirmation at the Roman Catholic Church and um, on Saturday my dad threw a party for them and I went and I danced all night to some cumbias you sinner dancing wow wow was there, was there trap music involved? I said a whole bunch of controversial things first I bring up Roman Catholics second I'm dancing and thirdly I was drinking Wait, I didn't say the last part did I nope nope <laughs> Yes, you did say the last part. You oh, need to go to the altar it, it and repent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did that. Um, and yeah, that's my week. So today I have, I wanted to start the podcast a little different with a little icebreaker. And it's a little game that I found. Well, it's not a game. It's a quiz that I found online. And I was reading through it, and I thought it was dope, and we could do it on the podcast to start things off. How does that sound? Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So I'm going to be asking you guys the questions because I have the answers, number one, and because, it I don't know, it wouldn't work out if I would be participating in the quiz. So the quiz name is called How Well Do You Know Your Bible? And it's 20 questions. They're really, really good questions, and they're kind of questions that you have to think about it. And I think there's like two, three that are pretty easy. But we're going to only do a couple of these because I don't want to take the whole time mm-hmm. to do it. But um, you guys ready? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. All right. First one. First question. I wish we had some like cool like game show boom, boom, uh, music. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, Probably not that. Okay. This old... Okay, question number one. This Old Testament prophet was commanded by God to prepare and eat this food as you would bake cakes while all the people are watching. Bake it over a fire using dried human dung as fuel and then eat the bread. It's multiple choice. Okay, number one, Zechariah. Number two, Daniel. Number three, Ezekiel. Or number two, Isaiah. Ezekiel. So, so I already blurted out the answer. <laughs> uh, okay. What about you, Lauren? What do you think? 
I'm horrible. I'm horrible. Zachariah, Daniel, Ezekiel, okay. or Isaiah. I don't know why, but I'm I'm going. You got 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to go with Daniel. I, I'm probably going to sound like a bad Christian, but let's go. And uh, Daniel is not correct, and it was actually Ezekiel, like Sway said. Good job. Round of applause, round of applause first way. <laughs> yes. Okay. Question number two. Which ruler did God tell Isaiah? Blank is my anointed king. I will hold, I will hold of his right hand. I will give him the power and bring nations under his control. So first, so there's multiple choice. Hear me out first. Number one, Cyrus. Number two, Saul. Number three, David. David. Or number four, Nebuchadnezzar. Say Cyrus. Say Cyrus. Say it. Because da- because David was was said first. I'm gonna see if it was David. Okay. Um. Uh, boom. David. Er, it was not David. Oh. It was not David. It was Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give Lauren answer. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was whispering the answer. I. This is not fair. Sway Sway is about okay. to be a pastor. Okay, this is not fair. I I'm just a regular schmegular Christian. <laughs> Homeboy about to get ordained. <laughs> okay. Third question. In the book of Daniel, who was sentenced to be thrown into the furnace? Number one, Shadrach, Meshach, and Absalom. Number number three, Jordan, Pippin, and Rodman. (laughs) Number three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Number four, Ebenezer, Benjamin, and Joshua. That one. I choose that one. Shadrach, Meshach, and Absalom. It sounds the most Old Testament. Okay. What about you, Sway? Um, this isn't fair. <laughs> this is not just, fair. Just blur it out, bro. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Abednego. Ding, 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 ding. That okay, you know what? I'm exposing Sway because he was messaging me to say the first one, and I believed him. So you <laughs> deceived me. I'm telling God. Oh. <laughs> I'm mad. I don't want to play anymore. So I guess anything goes. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. so... <laughs> Question number four. Which question number four? Which Old Testament character was said to have a talking donkey? Or as we say, a talking ass. (laughs) Immature. Immature. Hey, that's in the Bible. You heard it. You heard it here first, guys. That's in the Bible. Okay, so it is uh, question. Uh, so is it Bilidad? Is it Baal? Is it Balark? Or is it Balaam? Uh, They're just a whole bunch of bees. 
I don't even. So, number one, it's Billiad. Number two, Bale. Number three, Bullock. Or number four, Balaam. Balaam. 30 seconds. I'm not going to be deceived again. Oh. I, I'm going to have to agree with Balaam. Oh! And <laughs> that is correct. It is Bailey. <laughs> yeah, you got one. Okay, this is going to be the last question, but we are going to pick up. We're going to do all these 20 questions probably, but uh, we're going to do them five at a time. So this is the last question. Winner takes it all. Okay. Which set of brothers was killed by God for offering unauthorized incense or strange fire? Number one, Jacob and Esau. Number two, Hopin and Finus. 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 Phineas. Um, number three, Nah Nahab and Abihu. Or number four, my favorite, Ben and Jerry. <laughs> Say it again one more time. Which set of brothers was killed by God for offering unauthorized incense or strange fire? Number one, Jacob and Esau. Number two, Hopin and Phineas. Number three, Nadab and Abihu. Number four, Ben and Jerry. Or <laughs> number five, Juan and Lupita. No, I'm going to go with number three. <laughs> One in the What the heck? <laughs> so, what about you? I'm going. I'm going with um, Finesse and and Ferb. Really? Finesse <laughs> and Ferb. Okay. So, er, it is not Finesse and Ferb. The correct answer, and Lauren's answer was Nadab and Abihu. Yeah. Nice. Good job. Woo! Round of applause for Lauren. I just I just want to thank my mom, my grandma, and Google, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh no. No rules. No rules. Well, I did say we had no rules, so rules. all right. <laughs> <laughs> So we are going into the next segment with song of the week and I was assigned to do the song of the week and I chose, I just want to get there by Jackie Hill Perry. So this is from her first album, correct? With humble beast. Yes, it is. Um, so this song, uh, not this particular song, but this album is what really got me into Jackie Hill Perry. I, um, I didn't realize that she was a rapper whenever I was listening to her spoken words <clears throat> and all of that. And I also didn't know that she was a speaker. I just thought she was a poet. And um, I was looking on Spotify one day and um, you know how you get those uh, pop-up um, notifiers that whenever... Um, Recommendations? Yeah. When, well, when somebody um, comes out with a new album, well, hers popped up and I was like, what? She raps? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, like, I already liked the sound of her voice when she would talk. And I was like, so she's got to be a good rapper. And I listened to this whole album and yeah, this song had, oh, I listened to this song and I just loved it. 
and I still love it to this day. It's been a few years now that this album has been out, but cool. All right, so this is Jackie Hill Perry's. Um, what's um, the song called? Again? I just want to get there. Yes, I just want to get there. <laughs> this is I just want to get there by Jackie Hill Perry. Enjoy. God, you're making me better, you're making me better, and you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever, God, you're making me better, you're making me better, and you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever, God, you're making me better, you're making me better, and you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever, God, you're making me better, you're making me better, and you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever, you don't know what I've been through, you don't know what I've been through, when the pain cuts deep, cuts deep, you would think it was a jitsu And to me when they eat me to meet you Send the people to me from the temple Telling me to find joy in the midst This don't seem that simple Cause I do what I don't wanna do What I wanna do I don't do what I do What I wanna do What I wanna do I don't do when it's me not you And it seems I'm not true And I'm breathing my fruit These are things are not true Seeing leaves is not true man Can't fight the fight cause I'm too mad That I like the right to you bash my vision So distracted by tension Condemnation, placing faith in the weight of my sickness Like prescriptions, is distant weight My physician is living, is finished What's the grace of my prison? The case for the villains, I'm raising this image So penicillin for the snake in this venom I'm racing, I'm tempted, I'm racing, I'm tripping Behaving like I wasn't raised from the crib I gotta face it, I'm sick I gotta face him, he sits Waiting for me to see Jesus Gaze at his face till I get, get, get. God, you making me better You making me better and you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever God, you making me better You making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever God, you making me better You making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever God, you making me better You making me better And you choose to do it Yes, um, that, yeah, that's literally one of my favorite, um, Jackie songs ever yeah, I, I I enjoy her um her speaking stuff, man. I, I I mean, as a person, she's just a dope person altogether. Um, I was able to see her last year at the Frequency Conference. She's amazing. She's an amazing person altogether. Her and her husband. Mm-hmm. They dope. Yes, I would. <clears throat> I would really love to meet them in person one day. <clears throat> so yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's, I mean, that's just one of my favorite songs. And I think we'll just go on to like my favorite, like why did I choose this song? Because like I said, you know, before it was one of my favorite songs whenever I first started listening to her and um, I just felt like I related to it. And my favorite line from that whole song, like, well, it's not just like a whole line. It's a little bit of a paragraph, but um, let's see. Um, the part where she says, um, life's prescription is distant, wait, my physician is living, um, his finish was the grace for my prison, the cake for the villains, I'm raised in his image, it's the penicillin for the snake and his, and his venom, I race and I'm tempted, I race and I'm tripping, my behavior, like, I wasn't raised from the crip, I gotta face it, I'm sick, then I get a get, then I get a face of me waiting for me to see Jesus and gaze at his face until I get there. I love that. (laughs) 
Yeah. Jones amazing. Man. Yeah. So we'll we'll go into the so where's where's John at? That's what I was where's about to John ask. At? I was like Johnny, where you go? I actually had my microphone on mute, so okay. I, I was like saying my two cents, and um, I think we messed that up. Anyways, um, Jackie Hill is such a dope MC. She's such a dope lyricist. I love her. Um, I like the what you. She just has bars, you know. Like yes. that little quote that you just said is amazing. Um, I also like um, she kind of. She said what Paul said, um, and she made it sound really, really cool. She said, because uh, I do what I don't want to do when what I don't want, I, uh, when I, see, it's like a tongue twister. Because I do what I don't want to do when what I don't want, I do, and I do what I don't want to do, and what I want to do, I don't do. She killed that joint, yeah. Like, she she can only do she that. She said that like super fast. I had to like <laughs> uh-huh. read it and read it. Yeah, it, so. it's like it's like the middle of literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this is for Crazy Cultura. We're gonna be back after a word from our sponsor. See you on the other side. Are you lonely, tired, sick of life? Do you wake up in the middle of the night thinking, what am I doing with my life? If so, you should call our For Crisis Cultura voicemail line. You know why? Because we're somebody you could talk to. Unlike a therapist that only costs you billions of dollars, we are totally free. So if you have a question, if you have a complaint, if you want to get something off of your chest, if you want to tell your mom to stop making caldo when it's 113 degrees outside, then hit us up. Our phone number is 775-391-0704. If you have been crushing on that girl at church and you're just wishing for her to turn around and make that move, pues... Have some cajones. Y dile algo. No says wait. But you can tell us all about it at 775-391-0704. Call now. Operators are standing by. All right, guys. So our this main topic for tonight is... Um, we're kind of doing like a little follow-up to the prior episode, Nida Kinia Um, we're gonna take this on a practical level. So we we talked about how we're not from here from there and how our Christianity um and our Latino culture uh, mix and how it doesn't mix and how we are outcasts sometimes. Um so so now we're gonna talk about how that practically looks. So we're gonna talk about traditions uh we're going to talk about parenting we're going to talk about um things from our culture from our latino culture and things from our christian culture and how that uh affects our lives like on a practical note you know so um i guess we could lead this conversation off by um now that we are christians 
how does it look practically being both Latino and Christian? Just just mm. opening remarks, I guess. So when I when I think about that question, I think about um, as a Latino, I don't want to be erased because I'm a Christian. So I don't. So when people say things like I don't see color, and they're Christians saying that, I want to correct them because I want them as Christians to okay. see me a Christian who has some Latino flavor. Okay. And I want that to be appreciated because it's made, like I'm made in the image of God mm-hmm. and my people, people I come from are made in the image of God. And there are, there are traditions and culture there that, um, that should be celebrated because um, it's just dope culture that God has, has that God has made ultimately. So, yeah, you don't want it to be erased or glossed over. You want to be both right. unapologetically right. Christian and both unapologetically Latino, Puerto Rican, right? To be specific, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's so. So that's so. When when I when when I hear that question, that's what comes to mind. Mm. Um, me 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 entering into a a, a space where it's mostly European descended people, and they're looking at me like, man, why is he so loud? Or um, why why is he talking with his head? Or he talks with his hands a lot. Yes. Or a bunch of other things that that they might assume or say or think. Even like right? to the circle uh, that we are a part of now, um, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. kind of explaining to. Uh, like members from our church why um, you know Latinos do church the way they do church you mm-hmm. know because I mean not a lot of people understand that and you know even some right. people are like it's it's kind of wrong and you know I get it there is things that coming from um, you know like the brown church uh, uh, Spanish speaking Pentecostal congregation for sure um, I would disagree with some things, but but honestly, I think I'm I'm to the point where, where, you know, we just do things differently. Uh, you know, we just worship God differently, and it comes from our culture and who we are. And I mean, for wrong or right, it's it that's just how we are. You know. Right, and and on the flip side of it, right, as as a as a like as a Latino, there's certain things that um that I need to to give up so to speak so being both being both latino do in some ways um how do i say it? do in some ways mingle or entwine like you could you could do you could be both latino and christian at the same time but um you can only take that so far because like you know there is some traditions that we do have from our countries or our origins that um maybe aren't so you know, don't agree or, or don't go really good with our Christianity. So we, yeah, we could talk about that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. So mm-hmm. what are some traditions in your upbringing that first of all, that you lost and that you want to start up again? What are some traditions or ideas that you are willing to give up for Christ? So I guess that's a two part answer. I mean, question. So the first one is like, what are, what are some general traditions that from your upbringing, being Latino, being Puerto Rican, being Mexican, that you would still like to do and even start up again. Yeah, so off the bat, I'm, I'm thinking about parrandas. Back in Puerto Rico, there's parrandas that happen 
every Christmas. So Christmas in Puerto Rico is different from oh, Christmas. I already, in like, I already like how that's. I don't know what it is, but I already like what you know how it sounds like parandas. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, so so in, in, in Puerto Rico, Christmas isn't just you know one day a year. Christmas starts around the the uh, around Thanksgiving, all the way to Three Kings Day on Jan uh, on 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 January six. So between between those two dates, there's everything is lit up. The houses are all lit up. The um. <clears throat> There's there's parandas that go from house to house, and they start like at six in the afternoon, and they go from house to house in the neighborhood with instruments, um, singing songs that they make up along the way, um, making fun of each other, or they say a bomba, or they they um they just enjoy each other, and people feed them right. So you so if if you were to come to my house with your family with with your paranda. Right, I'm supposed to have food waiting for you, <laughs> so it's it's such a banging tradition. Now, in here in Philadelphia, they do something like it. Quick question: So, like everybody does that, like everybody that day or those days, they they go out and do that. Yes. So you're like bumping into everybody, <laughs> doing the same thing you're doing. Yes, and yes. So so what what ends up happening is everyone ends up going to everyone else's house. Okay, so, so it's like so, a like a neighborhood event, right? It's, a, it's 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 like a neighborhood event. But by the end of, by the end of the night, which ends around two to three in the morning, there's like forty people at your house because everybody done done came along and met each other halfway or whatever. That sounds dope, bro. That's that's amazing. And you said, or you were gonna say, I think um, something like that happens in Philadelphia. Yeah. So, it, so it, wherever there's a lot of Puerto Ricans, they try to recreate that type of atmosphere around Christmas. Mm -hmm. They usually have like one day or like one night a week. They have like um, Noche de Paranda at a park, you know, and, and, and people just meet at the park and they'll, um, they'll do it. But it's not the same, you know, because like I said, it's, you yeah. go from house to house. You're going throughout the neighborhood and you're um, compartiendo con todo el mundo así. Yeah, it's probably fun, like, if everybody is, do is doing it, you know, because if you're in a neighborhood where there's not a lot of Puerto Ricans and there's other cultures, like, they're not going to understand what you're doing. They're not even going to open the door for you. They, they, they might oh, throw some hot water. You know what? It's, it's um, Mexicans actually have something a little similar to it that also happens around Christmas time. It's called posadas. Ooh. You know what that is? Nope. It's it's pretty much caroling. Um, I think even like uh, people from the U.S. or like uh, I don't know, like Anglo white people have um, like caroling is a thing. So that's pretty much what it is. Um, we go outside at um, I think it's a couple. I don't know exactly the timeline, but we go out and we start singing like carols, um, and we do that around the neighborhood and we go house to house. So I think the The reason why we do it is because we're pretty much imitating what um, what Joseph and Mary were doing by knocking door to door and asking for um, like a place to stay. So you kind of reenact that with your family and like your friends and everybody that like you you all gathered in your house. I don't know how it, they do it in Mexico, but here 
we all gather at a house and then we have these like little like carol books or off of the top of your dome like you you know like the carols and you go door to door and you knock and you ask like like uh could you open the door for me like in song you know like could you open the door for me like we're looking for shelter and a place to stay like my wife is pregnant and that also has food info yeah see like 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 in, in puerto rico it, it would be like upbeat it'd be like abreme la puerta abreme la puerta abreme la puerta poja abreme la yeah. oh that's yeah. kind of cute it's like yeah you're 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 you're, you're uh, caroling outside and people like close the door on you until until somebody opens it and then that's planned and then you go oh, there and you just celebrate mm-hmm. you know so we have something similar That's really cool. I didn't I I feel like I've um missed out on so much because my family doesn't do any of these traditions. Really? Why? Like uh like you don't even celebrate Christmas or like like No, okay. So we celebrated Christmas but not the way that like y'all are describing how y'all go caroling and like y'all have y'all's different ways and stuff like that. We've like for my family we're so americanized that we don't do any of those um traditions like at all um so it's just like i just i love hearing like people who've grown up with traditions like this and hearing them talk about it and i'm just like like what did i miss <laughs> yeah like even even in like my case because well my parents are divorced i don't know if i've discussed that on the podcast yet but my parents divorced and uh, my mom has been a believer since since um i was like in fifth, like i was five years old or something and uh, my dad um he just he's he's you know still catholic and he does a whole bunch of you know he's just he's just a catholic i guess mm-hmm. and um so i lived with my mom but i would go on the weekends with my with my dad so a lot of the 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 exposed exposure to like these traditions came from my dad's side because my mom didn't do these traditions gotcha. anymore so when she became a christian she threw away all these things and some i mean she had good reason for some things um i guess we could talk about like what those things are like uh, mm-hmm. dia de los muertos like um in the same posadas that I'm talking about there is prayers prayers to Mary and like adoration to Mary so that is very very um intertwined with gotcha. that whole thing you know so uh, because it ha- is very influenced like Roman Catholic um it has mm-hmm. a lot of Roman Catholic influences my mom didn't do those things anymore so I learned these things from my dad so you know i also missed out on a lot of things mm-hmm. gotcha um gotcha. you know in my own tradition one of the things that i do would want to start up again um because my question was what some traditions that from your upbringing that you lost and you want to start up again one of the things i do want to do and maybe redeem is uh la rosca de los reyes in do you guys know what that is no explain that sounds that sounds dope. Okay. La Rosca de los Reyes <laughs> is is this time where you have a big bread. Um it's it's like uh, I don't really I think it's after Christmas. So after after Christmas, you get together with friends and family and 
it's this thing where you um the bakeries the mexican bakeries bake this special like oh, this is like a once in a year um bread that is specifically for this for this thing it's called la rosca uh, called rosca so they it's like a oval or sometimes circle uh bread with it's just sweet bread mexican sweet bread so think about a concha think about you know think about like an elote like those mexican breads it's just a combination of that and um friends and family come together and they cut everybody takes turns so we get a knife and everybody takes turns cutting and taking out a slice of that bread and then like the, the objective or maybe not the objective is that inside this bread there's a whole bunch of like little monitos mm. which my fellow Presbyterian brothers are gonna get uh, pissed off of. <laughs> <laughs> but there's little little monitos mm -hmm. like a baby Jesus <laughs> so like está el niño Jesús like like buried in that bread and there's like a ton of them so the objective is while everybody's cutting like a piece of that bread and um, lifting it up you look through your bread and see if you got one of the little monitos and if you did get a little monito then you have to um, bring like a dish or or drinks or alcohol or like forks and plates to the party that <laughs> this is um, you know that you're gonna have like in three two months two months from now so because you're doing this rosca you're gonna do another party after it um, where everybody brings it so when you cut the bread you're trying not to find a little baby jesus um mm -hmm. and if you have kids like i did last year um both of my kids played with me and all three of us found a little baby jesus oh. in the rosca <laughs> and i had to bring three dishes i had to bring uh, to uh tostadas de tinga i think i had to bring sodas and i had to bring um what else did i bring I don't know. I brought one more thing. That's unexpensive, bro. Um, so doing this, yeah, doing <laughs> this. Um, there's people that don't, don't, don't get a little baby Jesus, and there's other people that do, like me. I got three of them. So, <laughs> and that's a tradition that I, I, I love that. Like, it's super dope. I think it's it's cool. And you know, besides the little images of Jesus, um, I think it's dope. You know, but even I don't know. I guess we could redeem it in a way that it's not baby Jesus and it's just some random like baby. Maybe. Yeah. Well, um, not even like a random baby, maybe like some kind of little token and not token, but like, I don't know, something else. I am like, because I am like against like images of Christ, you know, gotcha. I guess, you know, I am against that. So, um, Ooh, you know, my okay. is but I guess Idea. my conscience isn't that like bothered by it by, <laughs> because I participated in it last year. Okay, no. <laughs> but, that's <laughs> but that's one of the traditions that I would like to bring back and yeah. redeem from my culture. So, okay, idea. You know, y'all remember those little homie figurines that they used to sell? Oh. You can put I that in the bread. <laughs> I already know where you're going. I have this. a story. <laughs> I have a story. Oh, my goodness. So, I was... I was a teen, early teen, and there was this, this Puerto Rican homie doll. Uh -huh. it, it was like a wrestling buddy, and I carried it everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Like, it was like my blankie. Oh, my I, God. I was a thug, okay, with a homie's doll. <laughs> it, had, it had a Puerto Rican wave cap. 
and and look and look and the best part is i would dress up like the homie and i'd be like this is my little twin <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing i think i spent my whole like uh my whole like middle school and early high school trying to dress up like my little homies too though like the little oh my dog. no my dad collected those and it was funny because like i liked them like i thought they were cool but my mom hated those things so yes she oh hated- yeah oh yeah my mom yes she hated those things but my dad loved them so much so that he had like a whole shelf in my brother's room my brother must have been like like six or seven and you know whenever that you're that young you don't have a say in how you want your room like your parents do it so my dad kept his homie collection in my brother's room and with a shelf and he actually had like homie posters and stuff like that on his wall so it was it was so funny so here's a tradition for all of us. Let's let's start bringing back homie dolls for our kids. Yeah, bring uh, back the homie the homie dolls. So since we're speaking about traditions, since we're speaking about traditions, um, we kind of talked about at least me and Sway did. I, I'm interested to hear like um, you, Lauren. Like what like what kind of traditions would you like? Would you want to create like for your family when you have a family? And a question for all mm-hmm. of us like. What about like American traditions? Um, what are some of the American traditions that like, I don't know, mm-hmm. I guess you guys okay, observe so, or, or do? Yeah. Okay. So I think one thing that my family did that probably every, I'm probably most Mexican families is like one thing that I could think of is like during Christmas, everybody gets together on New Year's Eve and we all like opened up a present or something like that. Um, yeah like the like the day before but with my mom and dad they always wanted to keep it like right on uh-huh i'm still here yo okay no 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 i, I was just gonna ask you do, do you guys do the same thing do you guys open up the presents so no. on the 24th instead of the 25th <laughs> we sure do okay okay i just i just wanted to see if that was like just a mexican thing or it, yeah. if it was like maybe just like oh, no. a latino thing oh no it's okay no so like one thing that i want to start doing is my kids opening up their presents on the 24th instead of the 20 the morning of the 25th so that way they can all sleep in because i don't want to get up at the butt crack of dawn and have my kids like wake me up at 7 a.m just to open some presents yep. So, (laughs) I mean, um, that's what I probably would like to do in making, like, tamales on uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, that's probably, yeah, that's probably, like, two things that I can remember that I want to keep with my family. Because, like I said, my family has been so, like, Americanized that we don't carry, like, any Mm -hmm. of the Mexican, Mexican traditions um, that I would see other Mexican families do, but I would like to start those and start doing those just because I don't want to lose, um, I don't want my kids to lose sight of who they are, like, as a culture, um, and I want them, and I want them to know because I really didn't get to know, um, Mm -hmm. not that it was my parents' fault or anybody's fault, it was just, you know, that's just how it was, so, yeah. Man, I feel that, I feel that, I feel that. Yeah, that's dope that you want to, like, even though you didn't experience those things, you want to do that to your kids. And I think that's really important. I think for us growing up in the U.S., uh, being Latinos and trying to keep some of uh, our cultural stuff, I think it's important that we show our, the next generation. 
So, uh, talking about uh, talking about traditions, what are some traditions now that uh, I'm curious that you, because you're a Christian now, like Yano Los Ases, or like you know you don't do them no more. Like it's something that it was embedded in your culture that for sure you're like, I don't know if this could be redeemed or I don't know if it's a good thing. Even like American, like um, American traditions. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm, for yeah. for for me, it would have to be. Um, I mean, but this is just outright, outright witchcraft, um, santeria and 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 brujeria. Um, that's not something that, that that we're able to redeem ever. Um, but but one thing that that um that I will be teaching my son. Sorry, santeria is really embedded in Puerto Rican culture. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. So I did. So like this, this whole towns. So there's this whole towns in Puerto Rico that that like people when when, when you ask them that like you be like they don't dare and they'll be like I'm from such and such place, pero no soy brujo, <laughs> you know because they they want to let you know like yeah I'm from there but I'm not a witch I'm not a, um, a shaman or whatever, um, but mm-hmm. it's yeah so so it's it's definitely embedded in in our in our um. In, in our culture, a, you know, the 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 African um the Africans that were brought over brought also brought over their their um their religion as well, um and a lot of the Spaniards, right, yeah. would, would would allow for or in in trying to Christianize the the the, the Africans, um ended up what ended up happening was that they ended up kind of like synchronizing the African deities with the Catholic saints mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, that, so that's where Santeria comes from. Yeah. That, that's what I had heard that it's mm-hmm. like a mixture of um, like pagan religion and Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Like, so instead of, so instead of, of Chango, which is like a, a, a warrior deity, right. Um, instead of Chango, they'll pray to Santa Barbara. Because you know that's the patron saint of war or whatever, you know. But what they're really praying to is, um, is is Chango instead of, of praying to a, a, a um Elegua, right? Which is like a a, a a mischievous um deity, right? You pray to El Niño de Atrocha, um, which is like a little. It, it looks like baby Jesus, but he's holding a crown and throwing the peace sign up. You know, um, it, it's it, yeah, it get deep, man. But that's Damn. something that's like not redeemable. Yeah, from my culture. I know, I, I know, like um, I don't know if it's true, but I don't even remember where I read it or heard it. But I heard that like also like our indigenous people. I don't think it necessarily have to be Aztecs. I, I think it was just indigenous people. They uh, when the Spanish came over and colonized us. They did have a deity, like a woman deity that they worshipped like tough. So, like I don't know, they had mm-hmm. a really big deity. And the Spaniard, the story goes, or the story, what I heard is that, uh, like l- l- the Spaniards saw that they were worshiping um, this deity and and pretty much condemned it, you know, as heresy, and people were like getting burned or something. So what the, it, Los Indígenas did was 
they said, oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're actually worshiping um, Jesus' mother, like Mary. Like we're, we're worshiping Mary. We're not, we're not worshiping this, this, this D de- this female, other female deity. We're worshiping Mary. Like, and then the Catholics are like, Oh, okay. Okay. Like, all right, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And then, so they let, start, little by little started letting it slide. And then the Catholics realized how strong, um, they were like, um, like they loved this lady and they kind of took advantage and supposedly that's how they, um, created like La Virgen de Guadalupe. Which, like I said, I don't know if that's true, but I heard a story like that um, somewhere. Sounds legit. I think for me, one of the things that maybe I don't see, or I guess we could talk about it, like, because I, I know a lot of people know what it is, this holiday is, and, and like kind of a, of a, like a gist of what we celebrate. But El Dia de los Muertos is a really, really big Mexican celebration tradition that i don't know if i could see a way we can hey if it's compatible to our faith you know because you have to believe a a lot of different things um about the afterlife about death about um about things like that to celebrate it fully and i think just remembering the dead doesn't do it justice like just doesn't like you're not really celebrating um El Dia de los Muertos, if it's just remembering, because it's more than that, because um, it's this whole big celebration where, I, I guess we all seen Coco, right? That's actually, we all seen that's, that's more, that's actually my, that's all the information I have on the okay. El Muertos. Yeah. So, yeah, so a lot of that, yeah, that that's kind of what it is. Um, there's every, like, pueblo or place celebrates it a little bit different you know just like anything just like anything they all have their different different regions have different traditions different things they do uh but we're, we're from el, el defe so we're from you know this this the city the main city and uh what we like i didn't do it or probably i did when i was young but uh, what my mom tells me is that because my families have died um we Everybody like walks to the cemetery, like does this like whole religious thing, like you know, people are dancing, drinking, like a whole bunch of things, and we bring their favorite food, their favorite clothes, like something that they loved, and like we bake or we cook their favorite meal and we take it to their gravesite. And we believe that when we take it, we 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 leave, we pray, we like we do this like religious things and like you know a lot of people also just drink and i guess what we do you know just pour out liquor uh, stuff like that but it is religious um and they leave it there and they and they believe that when they leave that overnight they come back from the dead and they eat their favorite meal and they're they're with us um they were they're with us celebrating and they're actually there in spirit so um, all that to say is that I don't know, you know, I don't know if that that is uh, that is um, compatible with with Christianity and what we believe in the afterlife mm-hmm. and uh, what happens when you die. What are you, what are you guys' yeah. thoughts on that? Um, no, I I definitely don't think that Dia de los Muertos could be like redeemable. But for me, um, like I I like the holiday. Um, probably because, like, I really love Halloween, and, um, 
I don't know. I just, I think I just like the idea behind Dia de, Dia de los Muertos because it's just like, it's almost comforting to think, oh yeah, my loved one um, was here with me at least for a day or something. Um, but I mean, just knowing what I know now as a Christian, um, that's not possible. You know, they're either like, they're either in heaven or in hell and that's it. I mean, there's no way that they can like leave for a day, which the thought's nice. The thought's comforting a little bit, but I mean, um, yeah, there's just, there's just no way. Um, I think I just, like I said, I think I just like the aesthetics more than anything of Dia de los Muertos because of the sugar schools and stuff like that. Um, that's, that's just my thing. Like I love sugar schools. So I, I do collect those schools. Um, I like them. So even though, huh? you know, I don't know exactly even that, like, I don't even know exactly like the history of it, but all that has like a significance. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not like the big conspiracy theorist and thinking that everything is the devil, but, um, you know, I, I, I know that there is a reason for all that. And is it wrong? Is it bad? I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, but I do know that there is a, there's some kind of reason for that, you know? reason for all the colors and yeah. you know all that so yeah and i think it also comes with wisdom too like you have to like you're only the gate you are only the gatekeeper of like your heart and your mind you know what i mean like you you're the one that filters all that and you give it permission to come and like take over as much of your mind as you want you know what i mean yeah. so you have the choice to think about whatever's holy and whatever's good and whatever's lovely think on that so that would be yeah yeah see like jesus christ or or you like go ahead i've heard i've heard people say like when you when you when you come across things that you're not sure of or traditions or celebrations or something you know that you're not sure of you you also you always go back to that scripture that you just read like it you you kind of go down the list like is it holy is it mm -hmm. um how does that how does that scripture uh, go um you just kind of put it it's yeah, in philippians it 4 8 and now that i remember it my um uh, my church actually just got done reading philippians and i should have known better to remember that loki quoted it right now so you quoted it for tonight yeah yeah <laughs> okay Okay, here we go. Phil um, <laughs> Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is, any ex if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. So, he did yeah, I think, yeah, it just comes with wisdom. And not only, I mean... I, but, you know, like, everything was... Uh, oh, now I remember what I was going to say. So I think with, along with that, like, in the Latino tradition, we're so big on family. You know, like, family so sticks of, together. Family so what I think of that, know? I so, think of, like, all the nice yeah. colors, the family, the food, the... Oh, yeah. I think of, of the, all those things that are commendable and lovely about Dia de los Muertos. So this could be the last question, and I think... We, we could tie this all together because I think this last verse that we just quoted is something that we should think about when we're unsure of things, um, whether we celebrate or not. Kind of wrapping this discussion up is uh, we could test ourselves and, and go down that checklist. Is it lovely? Is it just? Is it, you know, is it all those things? Um, so 
question for you guys. Sure. How does being a Christian change the traditions? And um, I guess how could we redeem them from being bad? And, and honestly, that's, I guess that's our next segment um, is theology for your back pocket, which, um, yeah, that's, that's the question for the, how could we being as Christians redeem and change these traditions? Um, some of the things that are, are deemed bad or how could we, I think Sway, you just, you just kind of, you just kind of talked about that right now. So you could, so how, how could we do that? Yes. So uh, like you guys already quoted it. Um, in, was that in what Philippians. Was that what you were going to say? No, no, that, that, no, that, that wasn't, but um, it's definitely suitable for the occasion. Um, yeah. And, and the, the reason it is, is is because we come from all different um, backgrounds. Even as Latinos, we come from different traditions. We have different oh, yeah. traditions. We have different um, ways of singing, different um, ways that we honor our parents. And after they die, there's different ways yep. that we honor them as well. Um, there's different ways that we, that, that in church, there's different ways we sing and clap. Um, so I think that when it comes to traditions, um, the fact that we have so many different traditions and the tension that we have between our Christianity and our Latinoness, right? Um, and there's there's another there, our Americanness, because we're also um, oh, yeah. American as well. Um, there's all those tensions going on. We do have to um, think on whatever is true and honorable and just and pure and yeah. lovely and commendable in all of those things. And if there is any moral excellence, right? So that's, so that's, this might be uh, <clears throat> uh, another topic for another day, but an American um, tradition mm -hmm. that I would want to redeem is July 4th um, because uh, it's, it's, it's a day that America got its freedom, but a lot of the slaves didn't get their freedom on that day um so i so there's nothing morally excellent in july 4th um yeah. when people didn't get their freedom uh so 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 there's a way that i, I want to talk about that with my children um as they're coming up and learning and and seeing that there's a thing called july 4th that a lot of people celebrate yeah. um but you know we, yeah. we want to make sure that, that that whatever we are doing is praiseworthy yeah. um as well like like this is something I'm not going to be ashamed if my pastor sees me doing this. <laughs> I'm not. If, if if Jesus was to walk into the room right now, he wouldn't be ashamed of me doing this right now because he probably joined in, and or he he's he he's made it so that it would be this way. Um, so that's so Philippians four eight is definitely a, a really good verse for how to, to for thinking through our traditions in the tensions of our culture our religion and our nationalities so let's quote that mug right now <laughs> pull it up some of you gotta pull it up let's let's read the let's read the verse uh you know that's what we that was deep bro like this is this last segment that we do theology for your back pocket is wrapping up everything we talk about and putting it in bit-sized practical things that you could take home to the bank. And I think you sway, you do such a good job at this. 
And let's let's no. let's read the verse. So, Lauren, let's read it. For uh, Philippians 4.8? Yep. Right? Let's read it. Okay. All right. Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm, that is amazing. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's amazing. And and it even goes back to like even like Christian like Christian holidays because um, you know we talked about Christmas and what are what Puerto Ricans and what Mexicans do in Christmas time and mm-hmm. and and I guess we got to think about like even those traditions that you know wrap Christ like of a lot of, like a lot of our cultures do um, wrap Christ into them like are they really you know commendous are they yeah. really just are they really holy you know mm-hmm. yeah. Um, So with that, we are done. <laughs> so thank you for listening to another episode of For Christ's Cultura. Gracias. We appreciate it very, 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 very much. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Also like For Christ's Cultura on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. And don't forget to call us at 775-391-0704. You might get on the show. Llámanos al 775-391-0704 para estar en el show. Porque si está en el show, pues estamos bien. Ya sabes. Yep. I know. You want to be on the show? Come on, man. You want to shout something now? You want to shout your city? You Whatever. You want to shout your church? You want to shout your hood? Like anything call us you have a question for us like you want us to talk about a certain topic like we really need your feedback it'd be dope and you could be on the show so yes so join us next time and we will see y'all peace bye no (laughs) memo adios Hola, que cultura, cultura latina. Somos gente hermosa que goza y es.